You can start whenever you want. Wabi-sabi is a Japanese philosophy that celebrates imperfection and flaws and sees them as part of our complete whole self. We all have frayed edges and we have broken parts. And our flaws can give us our uniqueness and are often, often, you know, I have to probably do this again, and are often strengths in disguise. (laughs) So today I'm starting this intro with a very flawed intro. So I'm I'm stumbling over my words. <laughs> no, we're gonna do it again in true wabi sabi fashion. <laughs> in a very wabi sabi fashion. <laughs> but I'm gonna start again. Okay. Yeah, because I don't like imperfection. I'm trying. You have to be okay with it. I have to be okay with not doing everything perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfectly imperfect. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Whenever you are. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wabi-sabi is a Japanese philosophy that celebrates imperfection and flaws and sees them as part of our complete selves, our whole selves. We all have frayed edges and broken parts as well as those milestones that make us really shine. Our flaws can give us our uniqueness and are often strengths in disguise. Today, we'll talk about how to apply the wabi-sabi philosophy to our careers. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to Project Life Design, a podcast about following your curiosity, trying things, talking to people, and developing a community for your best life. We are Adrian Clark and Justin Sunata from the Center for Professional Pathways at Western Oregon University in beautiful Monmouth, Oregon. All right. Hey, Adrian. Hey. So, um, first podcast after the new year? Of 2023. Of 2023. Okay. And we started the podcast with a New Year's podcast last year. We the f- did. The first episode ever, if you oh, remember, was uh, was Happy New Year. Happy and we New talked year. about resolutions and yeah, I should know more about what we talked you know, about. You know, that's a very good point. Happy, uh, happy anniversary. Mm. And um, we're going to start this year we're not we're not going to do happy new year every new year i mean that that (laughs) happy new year episode (laughs) it could be our thing yeah it could be like but it's not gonna be no no uh this time we're we're gonna talk about celebrating celebrating the parts of ourselves that we oftentimes feel like I don't know maybe that we're embarrassed about or maybe have Mm. gotten us into trouble Mm -hmm. um those those frayed edges and mm. um and i've i've you know and i'm i'm sharing this because i've i'm kind of discovering this because i'm somebody who i'm not a perfectionist per, per se but i really you know prepare things and i always put things out you know to try to be as perfect as possible and uh, it's it's a little exhausting sometimes and i'm not necessarily always good at it so I've did, I've been discovering this this new way of thinking like and I've been doing this thing called slow stitch 
and meditative drawing. And, mm. and, and they're all about just being in the moment and um, almost taking things that are just a little bit ugly in a way and putting them together um, in a very unique and, and, and kind of exploratory fashion. So it's very much just enjoying the moment and it, not necessarily making things beautiful intentionally, but they end up being having such a soul Hmm. And and being so, um, I don't know. To me, the, I love looking at this kind of art that's kind of uh, imperfect and and not mm. super precise, and where people are just kind of following their, I don't know, following their intuition. And yeah. a part of a lot of that <laughs> comes from this this Japanese. Um, philosophy of I, I think it's also wabasabi but it's it's where they take a broken piece of clay or pro, a, a broken bowl or or or, or it's, usually it's a ceramic thing and and they put it together with gold mm-hmm. and so they accentuate the brokenness with gold and almost celebrate mm-hmm. the break they celebrate the imperfection creating this really beautiful thing in the process mm-hmm. And you couldn't have planned it. You couldn't have said, oh, I'm going to break it just like this and put it together. Right. It's very natural. And it's um, um, humble in a way. And uh, I like that. I like the uniqueness <coughs> and the imperfection that, that it is. And that at the same time, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a good metaphor for life, right? I do. Th- I think so, too. <laughs> I think so, too. Because we're all like... You know, we're all, if, if you look at us as a, a, a bowl or a, a pot or a cup or something that, you know, is being created over the course of our lifetime and yeah. we make mistakes and we, so that this is, I mean, you mentioned this the other day to me and this is a totally new idea to me. Uh, I've never heard the term even wabi-sabi, um, but the, you were talking about how this connects to careers, yeah. right? And, yeah. And how, you know. We make everyone makes mistakes in life, and and careers are no different, or no, or they're yeah. not exempt to that. That and concept. It, and sometimes it's not even necessarily <laughs> a, a mistake. It could be a quality that we have. Mm. Like I was uh, reading here in this book about um, John Stewart. You know John Stewart, the comedian. Sure. You know I don't know if this. You know the old the Daily Show. The host, Daily Show. Or he yeah. used to be. Yeah. But um, you know he he makes millions of dollars on his sense of humor. But mm-hmm. when he was younger, it was actually not a good thing for him. It mm. got him into trouble. Um, mm. He he did things that were, you know, weird and people didn't understand. And um, and and he was had a very absurd way of looking at things. Mm. And so in certain contexts, that could be really bad. Mm-hmm. But he kind of took that weird uniqueness mm-hmm. and was able to turn it turn it into a beautiful bowl mm-hmm. into a beautiful career <laughs> <laughs> he put a lot of gold on his on he his put bowl. a lot of gold and yeah. uh but it's kind of like in in this case that's just an unintentional like yeah he wasn't thinking oh i'm gonna do this wabi-sabi thing right um but but you can kind of like you can let's say um Let's say you're thinking about going back to school mm-hmm. and you're thinking, what, but I'm already so old or I'm, you know, I'm going to be, I don't, I, I don't fit in there or mm-hmm. there's something about me that's just not right. Or am I really good at this or that? 
And, um, and kind of looking at that is, well, how can you almost make the thing that's so off about you or, or so unique Mm -hmm. and, and create benefit? Like, right. What if you're a little bit older and you have more life experience and everything you learn in school is going to be easier to you because you've been around and, Mm -hmm. um, and you have a lot, have a, have a lot of things you, you can kind of apply to your learning. Oh, maybe that's a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So do you ever see that? I see this sometimes when, when I work with students and, and, you know, especially on like resumes or even in interview, like mock interview or interview prep, um, there's things that, you know, students tend, like, they don't include on their resume because they don't think it's, like, how it's supposed to be or, or they don't think it's a good quality. But then you you hear about it from, like, just asking them questions a lot of times or them just talking about themselves. And then you're, like, thinking you should. Ask. And I tell students all the time, I'm, like, why is this not on your resume? Yeah. You should absolutely put this on your resume because right. maybe, yeah. And, and I can't, and I'm having a hard time thinking of an example. But well, some um, things might be, like, an athlete. Oh, because I was an athlete, I don't have any work experience, but then they don't even put their athletic experience on their right. resume, which is amazing. Right. Um, or when yeah. students just don't include work experience in general because yeah. they think it's not professional or it's not connected to yeah. the career that they're trying to apply for. But it's like, yeah, even though it might have been, you know, a job at Subway or McDonald's or a gas station mm-hmm. or whatever it is, um, you still like there are there are parts of that experience that are very beautiful to somebody else that's looking at potentially hiring you or yeah you know interviewing and, you and a lot of times you know we kind of get so married to this idea that we have to be perfect like we have to right. go for the the shiny thing mm-hmm. or that we have to go for i don't know a corporate career or something like that when um, if we really look at who we are and what really makes us you know feel good or you know what's really authentic to us is do, doing something very different mm-hmm. maybe working for a small nonprofit or right. um you know maybe not focus so much on making a lot of money but doing the thing that you really mm. love doing so um so I'm, yeah i'm trying to und- i'm trying to understand this concept and and because i'm very attracted to it mm-hmm. um because you know i i think it's it's truly the way it is to uh, think about yourself and appreciate it and 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 uh, be kind of compassionate towards yourself so, right what um, would you what would you say so going back to what you said in the beginning and how you you know you don't consider yourself <coughs> excuse me a perfectionist but as someone that's gotten to work with you I would consider you not a perfectionist but someone who definitely takes a lot of like pride like you you care about the work that you're yeah. doing yeah and so I think it's really hard to you know not want things to be like quote unquote perfect mm-hmm. in some ways and so I don't know. I, I think like sometimes I could, I think even for speaking for myself, like that kind of gets in the way of maybe how I do something is because I think it's supposed to be a certain way. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's hard to appreciate maybe things that are unique about yourself and, and things that would make its way into your work. But um, you kind of block it because you think it's, that doesn't fit. And it's hard to be like yeah. mindful of that. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I've, I've, where I'm learning more about this is through art. Yeah. And so 
I have a lot. I, I always think of myself as creative. I, I have good taste. I, I, I'm good at putting things together. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not good at drawing. I'm not particularly good at painting. I haven't had a lot of training. Mm-hmm. But um, if I let that stop me, I wouldn't make anything. Right. But I actually think I'm making a lot of really great little things that I give me a lot of pre- pre- pleasure. I've, I've given them out as gifts to people. I kind of make these collages of all kinds of different things yeah. that I put together. And they're not because I'm, I'm a, I have great artistic ability, but um, <laughs> I don't even know how to ex- describe. But I feel like uh, for a lot of people, they wouldn't even try doing that because it's not going to be perfect. It doesn't have that ideal of what they think of as, as an artist. So mm-hmm. if I can't, cr- you know, draw a perfect hand or a, a perfect likeness of a person, that I shouldn't even try. Mm-hmm. And instead, if they thought, well, I'm going to just do it my way, uh, using my strengths and uh, have fun doing things that that are not stressful to me, it don't give me this sense of I have to do it a certain way, mm-hmm. you would actually create something really beautiful and you would, um, um, you know, in the process would, would kind of feel really good. Because right. it's, it's, it's a true, authentic expression. And I think in some ways you can do the same thing about a career. Like um, I could teach a class, even though I'm not an expert in, in a lot of different ways or, or something. I, I can teach a class in my own e- unique style. Mm-hmm. I could be somebody really experimental. I could be somebody who has a lot of um, uh, hands-on experiences for students. I could really bring a topic to life. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I have to be a great lecturer just mm-hmm. because that's what I think of a professor as being. Right. I can bring something really unique to that experience. And I think that could be the same about a lot of different jobs. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm trying to trying to think about this thing because I, I think Wabi-Sabi kind of helps us downplay this negative talk. Yeah. that we often have and um, and kind of go for what gives us a sense of harmony, what gives us a sense mm-hmm. of um, sort of tranquility in yeah. our lives as well. Um, and so for me, a, a lot of that is kind of art related, um, but also related to my, my career. Like for instance, I really wanted, to, you know, I love being a career counselor and I never really wanted to be a director because I didn't want to be that type of director that I always thought of. Uh, I had this image of what a career services, yeah. career center director was like, and I didn't want that. Yeah. And then I kind of came across um, Western. I thought, oh, this is where my strengths are going to be applied. Uh, okay. So yeah. it's kind of a wabi-sabi of career center yeah. director. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know exactly what I'm saying. I'm rambling a little bit because I'm, I'm really trying to explore what this is, you know, yeah. and, um, and I want, especially our students like, like me who maybe were first gen or maybe came from a, a family that was maybe a little bit chaotic or, yeah. you know, there's so many ways that we think that we don't belong or we don't mm-hmm. do things right, but. There's, you know, you can oftentimes kind of have this 
aha moment of, mm. but I do. I'll just do it differently. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do it my way. Yeah. How do you, my, I guess one thing that kind of comes to mind or maybe a thought that I would think younger me would be, would be wondering is like, how do you, how do you move closer to having, you know, so say you have an idea of like, oh, this is something that's kind of interesting, but I don't really have, like, there's not an opportunity in front of you mm -hmm. to do it in your own yeah. way. Because I think, you know, in certain careers, you know, there are some barriers to entry maybe and, yeah. and you know, an expected way of things to be done. So what, I'm curious, like, what sort of advice would you give to, to people who maybe, you know, again, kind of have that thing that they're interested in, but don't feel like they, they perfectly fit the mold of what that should look like? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that you might want to do is just really focus on the strengths you have mm -hmm. and developing those. Like in my case, for instance, you know, yeah. I mean, none of this is super planned, <laughs> right. but I had always been so interested in that first generation uh, kind of connection to career. Yeah. Ever since I started my master's degree, you know, many, many years ago. And um, and so I just kind of did a lot of work around that. And I found every opportunity, even in the job that I had before, to, to learn more about it, present about it. I even went into my PhD program thinking I want to do a dissertation about that. And so kind of you're just authentically creating you know and, and developing your own strengths mm -hmm. and then you know you're much more likely to meet an opportunity or know when an opportunity comes that right. that where you can apply that where you're now you know fairly developed and can really you know be an asset in that kind of environment mm -hmm. um i would say just focus on that you don't know exactly where it's going to take you mm -hmm. um but keep creating that thing or or right. or pursuing that thing that gives you authentic um sort of pleasure and mm -hmm. gives you a sense of balance or sense of feeling like this is the right thing for you but the exact opportunity where you can apply it it you know it's probably not going to show up unless you know first of all you have to recognize it mm -hmm. uh, and first of and secondly you have to feel the, that confident and that that's passion that's going to take you there. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, but look for every opportunity. Now, we've talked about this before, about trying things and talking to people. Right. I mean, to me, that's a perfect match to this wabi-sabi That's idea. what I was thinking. It's very think? life design-esque. Yeah. It's yeah. very life design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's very, yeah, like almost to, to pursue something. Would you say to pursue it almost like, like a craft in a way. Yeah. Like you're really trying to, I don't know, like people do things that, you know, are hobbies, but they, you know, sometimes turn into like being really beneficial to their career or, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it is a matter of, I think you're right in, in that you have to, you have to like develop it, right? It's not mm -hmm. something that you're just going to inherently just have this amazing skill by not practicing and not doing this thing. Right you know, over and over again, potentially. Yeah. Um, like I heard something the other day. Um, you know, when you write a story, you have to do a lot of editing. 
But um, if you don't write, if you if you don't write anything, there's nothing to edit. There's nothing right. to improve. Mm-hmm. So you have to do something, and then you can edit that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's I don't know. It's kind of like a, um, just start. Just right. Um, don't don't kind of put these hurdles in front of you because you think, like I said, that that, that it, there's this glossy image of what it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. as opposed to just doing it your way mm. and <laughs> knowing yeah. that maybe you know you're gonna. You're going to edit it. You're going to improve on it. You're going to um, develop it. Mm-hmm. But um, to feel just fine about where you're at with yeah. with whatever project, whether it's your career, your job. Yeah. Um, and kind of that sense of, you know, this is who I am. You know, we mentioned <laughs> we weren't going to talk about New Year's, but I feel like this kind of, you know, you could relate it to yeah. New Year's resolutions and, mm-hmm. um you know, and that I think a lot of people set New Year's resolutions or big goals for themselves for the new year or really at any time. But, yeah. um, you know, there are things that get in the way. Like there's that that voice, you know, that tells you that uh, you can't do this or that you this is going to be too hard mm-hmm. um, or you're not, you know, you're not like the rest of the people that are doing this thing. And, and I think that this, like, you could tie this in some way, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree. Um I think, you know, it's in in some ways it's a little bit looking back, thinking mm-hmm. what have I done in my life? You know, what are some things that were maybe highlights or what are maybe some things that were difficult and how does that Yeah. How does that what does that mean for the future? Right. Um even some of the things that have been most difficult. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, I was reading the other day, I heard this thing the other day about people that had a lot of trauma in their lives, mm. you know, they uh, often develop this ability to um, to notice danger or notice anything that could be a threat. Oh, interesting. So it makes them like super empathetic because their their mind is always looking around for where's the pain, where's this the potential threat, and um, that can be a strength. You know, yeah. that's like, yeah, it's it's something that was maybe very difficult, but it's right. also a gift in a way. Right. Because you had to develop this part of your brain that maybe people who had super, uh, maybe a lot more sort of safer environment just didn't develop that. They didn't yeah. need to. Right. It's like, everything's going to be fine. It's like, for the person who's had the trauma, it's like, not really. That, you right. know, there's all kinds of stuff out there, and, and I want to protect people, and I want to make sure everybody's safe. And, yeah, and that's so, so cool. So it's kind of a, it's like, yeah, it's not the greatest, but it's also, yeah. it's you. It's mm-hmm. uniquely you, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's totally fine. Yeah. Celebrate it, mm-hmm. you know. I remember thinking, like, when I was in college, um, you know, trying to figure out what, how am I going to take this education that I'm getting and apply and, and go and apply for a job. And I think, you know, it was always really hard for me to articulate anything about myself in general, but then it was really interesting because there was a certain point and I can't remember which job it was that I had that I kind of had that realization. I'm like, Oh, like this job, like I got this job, not because of necessarily, you know, like a class I took or, you know, obviously maybe going to school helped in a lot of ways for me to become the person that I am. Mm -hmm. But 
it's really those like personal traits, you know, in certain professions where they're really looking for, um, you know, these skills, like you said, that maybe come from, they're not necessarily something that you can get from a book or, you know, taking a class on it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Just like that person who's developed those empathy skills, if they then took that and developed that even more, right. Like went into some kind of profession where that was a really key skills. Sure. That's, it doesn't necessarily become a super strength unless you kind of develop in right. some way. Right. But you have to also kind of appreciate it mm-hmm. and not think, oh, because of that, I'm, right. you know, there's something wrong with me. I'm a broken person. It's right. Like, well, we are a little bit, but it's uh, also okay yeah. to be a little bit broken. Right. And, um, that, that, um, that's actually something that is quite a gift to give to others to mm-hmm. just show that and say, yeah. This is me. Yeah. I've I've definitely made the most of it. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, I celebrate it. And I, I don't expect me myself to be some, like I say, this glossy version of right. who I am. You know, yeah. it's okay to be a little, you know, to be a little rougher on the edges. Right. Yeah. I think one of the big parts that, that I keep coming back to with this whole thing is just the self-awareness piece. Yeah. And which can sometimes be difficult. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm trying to figure out a way to, like, ask a question around that. But what is, I don't know, in in your opinion, maybe, Mm -hmm. because in order to understand what your strengths are and your, um, you know, your potential, like, unique things about you, like, you have to have some self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's kind of like that, looking back a little bit. Reflection. And even knowing, like, where you get anxious. Yeah. Like, what is that part of you that makes you a little anxious or you right. maybe hope nobody sees? <coughs> or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like, for instance, you know this about me because you worked with me for a while, but I don't have very good attention to detail. Mm. I don't like detail. I don't like precision, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spreadsheets are, are the mm. enemy. Well, yeah, I, I especially, yeah, I, yeah, a spreadsheet could definitely be the enemy or like accounting of any sort. Yeah. Um, but um, where was I going that? Self-awareness. <laughs> yeah, self-awareness. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to know that and then know also, you know, who can help you? Who can, who can, yeah. you know, who can you partner with where right. you can use your strengths and I can use mine and. Uh, sure, it's it's not it's not great, but I I also deliberately did not go into accounting. Like right. I did I did right. not go into finance or right. uh, logistics. Like yep. no, thank you. But you know, <laughs> fortunately, there's other people that that's that's their best thing. So that's the beauty of diversity, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. We all balance each other out yeah. in some way, right? And you can't have a bunch of people that all think the same way and yeah. love details. But I think, too, and to your point of, you know, having people around you that, you know, maybe can you can kind of see these things through your interactions with others or just I, I think back to some of the things that I learned about myself. And some of the biggest things I learned were like things that people told me They're like, oh, you're you know, people mentioned like, oh, you're really good at this. And I'm like, yeah. huh, that's interesting because, yeah. you know, like. Maybe you don't have a lot of, you know, you don't maybe think of yourself as being particularly special. And somebody says like, oh, you know, you kind of have a knack for this. Yeah. 
it's like, oh, maybe that is something that I right. am good at. So it's wonderful to have those champions around you that, yeah. that help you understand. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's really hard to listen to. Sure. You know, it's like you just don't believe people. Right. It's like, no, I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm not creative i'm not you know i'm not especially when it's your mom or something you know a leader is another one of those those terms that we have oftentimes a very specific idea of oh it should be like Uh this right leader has very authoritative or commanding presence and we did a podcast and we we've known lots of leaders who are like humble who are (laughs) you know share all their weaknesses you know and they're just as effective and yep so that's that to me is a good wabi sabi story. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> you know, that's good. Be you, be you, and and celebrate you, and um, be very very kind to yourself. Yeah, you're that's, great. Yeah. yeah, you are great. That's right, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think that's a really good point to make, and I, and I think again we weren't going to turn this into a New Year's podcast, but I think in some ways. A, a new yeah. the new year is a good point in time i think to just kind of do some reflection and and think about what's happened and what you've learned and what you know and i think we do tend to be pretty hard on ourselves and, and like okay I, I know i could talk about this forever because i'm just kind of exploring it but like oftentimes we say oh, i'm going to get into shape right and you have this image of yourself running or doing something that you have no interest in doing <laughs> like but in a wabi sabi way you might think but what do I actually really enjoy doing, even if I right. don't do it well? Like, I love dancing. Yeah, same. I love, you know, like, I'm not a professional <laughs> dancer, but yeah. I love going to dance classes. Yep. And, like, I give my all. Yep. I put my all into it. Yep. And, <laughs> and just think about it. Like, what do I like? What do I love? Mm-hmm. Don't focus on the things you don't want to do. Right. If you don't want to run... Um, there's lots of other ways right. that are just as good. Was it you and I that were talking and I said, um, I think one of the best pieces of advice or knowledge is that like no one really, like no one's really paying attention to what you're Like no one cares what you're doing. <laughs> and I think like we tend to think yeah. like, oh my God, everyone, like I'm going to go dance and everyone's going to watch me. It's like, no, everyone's like, no one's watching you. I mean, unless you're the only one right. dancing, but even, even if you are. Yeah. People are, they have their own lives and their own things that they have to worry That's about. Right. So That's right. do what makes you happy yeah. and, and just have fun no matter what it is yes. and how silly you So are. help us explore this more. We, you know, we love talking to people and yeah. if you have a good story to share with us, we'd, we'd love to hear a good Wabi Sabi story. It'd be wonderful. Oh, that uh, would be nice. Yeah. And just laugh at, laugh at these imperfections and What's the book? What's the book called? Oh, this book is, you know, I don't know, even know if it's all that good, but it's called Wabi Sabi (laughs) at Work. Uh, But I had been looking at Wabi Sabi and understanding it more from an art perspective. And then I just Googled Wabi Sabi career. I thought, wouldn't it be cool to apply this to career? And I I did find this book, but I don't know if it's, I haven't really looked at it. Okay. (laughs) But there's plenty of books on Wabi Sabi out there. Yeah. W-A-B-I. S A B I. Yeah, just we'll put the name Sabi. in the in the title. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we've sold you on Wabi Sabi. Uh, it was a very this is a very Wabi Sabi episode. Yeah. I think uh, stumbled through it a little, um, but it's a good concept 
for us. I think so. I think the people. life design people kind of took a page out of yeah. the Wabi Sabi. Like, don't book. pay attention to all these social media perfection. <laughs> and uh, that's you know what I mean. Yes, that's I forgot, and you just reminded me that was literally the thought that I had at the beginning when you were doing the intro. I was like, oh, so this is like the opposite of social media. Oh, it's the opposite of social media. <laughs> totally. We're, we're Go into your own room, celebrate, do whatever you want, yeah. create. Celebrate the imperfections. Yeah. What did you call it? The fray. The f- the, the frayed edges. Yeah, yeah, the frayed edges. Yeah. <laughs> like if you have a hole in an outfit, just turn it into something beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Put a, some kind of embroidery around it or something. And that kind of stuff so is special in. special and yeah. nobody will have a frock like that. Right. Ripped jeans are in. They weren't at one point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Somebody had to. Wabasabi jeans all over yeah. the place. <laughs> Oh man, so good. I think that's a good place that's to good end idea. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, happy new year, Have everyone. Have a good happy year. Uh, we can't wait to. Well, I guess this podcast will come out when students are back. So yeah. we're excited you're back, and <laughs> we're so glad you're here. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Right. Bye. <laughs>